0: What is up all my Nexus family? It is your host, Dr. Daniel Kimbley. You are tuned into another episode of the Nexus Podcast. And on this week's episode of the podcast, I want to share a framework with you, a paradigm with you, if you will, for how you can make the best decisions possible for you, for your family, for your friends, for your health, for your money, for your business, for your community, for the people you're surrounded by. Because oftentimes I see people doing things just because they can and that doesn't necessarily mean that we should. So on this week's episode of the podcast, i want to talk about just that. Just because you can, it doesn't necessarily mean that you should. So kick back, relax, and enjoy this episode of The Nexus Podcast. All right, check it out. So this weekend, my father-in-law wasn't down. I'm a little bit run down. I'm a little bit tired. But anyway... I got to share with you, last night, which was Saturday night, it may not be Saturday night by the time you're listening to this episode, but regardless, my wife and I and my father-in-law are watching this TV show called Chef's Show. Now, Chef's Show is on Netflix. It's a series with John Favreau and another chef. The guy's name's Roy. I can't remember his last name. Um, Neither here nor there. And so I, I love watching these documentaries and or docu-series, and it just fascinates me the level of artistry and compassion and commitment that people have to their crafts, specifically chefs. Now, some people may think that chefs are a little bit arrogant. Uh, I have a tendency to think that way as well. However, they are rock stars, and it's so cool to watch their process, and they should be arrogant because they're so good at what they do. And so as we're kicking back on Saturday night after a long weekend of having lots and lots of fun, my daughter was asleep, so we're kicked back, we're just chilling out watching the show, and one of the episodes that came on, they were literally making hamburgers, and they are trying to recreate this hamburger and french fry combo from a restaurant that they had been to. And now on this episode, like I'm watching this, I'm watching it unfold and I'm seeing all the preparation that's going into the time and commitment and energy and the preparation that's going into them preparing the French fries. Now, most of us, myself included in this, would think that you just take French fries, you put them in the fryer, you cook them for a couple minutes until they're golden brown, you take them out and then you throw them on a tray and eat them. That was completely shattered by this episode. So as I'm watching, here's what unfolds. So they spend all this time picking the exact right potatoes, cutting them the perfect size, perfect width, perfect length, perfect shape, and then on top of that, having a very specific temperature of the oil, like literally dialed into 300 degrees on the nose to make sure that they could fry these french fries correctly. So then what they do is they put these french fries in the oil, they fry them up, and they take them out of the oil, and then they freeze them. Now, this completely dumbfounded me because I was like, I thought you would just fry them and then eat them. I found out on this episode that is not the case because what they have to do then is when they freeze them and they put them in the oil again, it makes the outside really, really extra crispy and there's some kind of chemical reaction that takes place. It's above me, not necessarily a chemistry major. And so as they're explaining this process, I'm looking at it and I'm like, man, these guys are spending like upwards of an hour to prep and cook some french fries perfectly. And it completely blew my mind. And then I'm watching this episode, and the next episode comes on, and there's a woman. She's cooking cakes, and I'm looking at the time and commitment and energy that she puts into mixing everything perfectly. And one of the things she explains is that a lot of people don't spend the time on the front end to perfectly measure and weigh the things they are supposed to be with baking. And so she measures everything by grams. She was actually talking about how she wrote a cookbook, and in the cookbook, um, the publishers were like, "You can't put this stuff in grams because we need people to be me- be able to measure in cups, quarter cups." half cups, et cetera, et cetera. She's like, the problem with that is that it's not specific enough. And so she had such a commitment and dedication to her craft that she said, yeah, I know you're the publisher, but guess what? This is how we're gonna do it. This is how it needs to be done. This is how we create a phenomenal product, not just a subpar product. And in my watching these episodes unfold, watching the time they spent to prep these French fries, watching the time they spent to make these cakes and these cupcakes that they were making with the woman in the episode after the hamburger episode, and this is my realization, is that just because we can do something does not mean that we should do something. And I've heard this question asked before, but it never really popped into my mind to give it any kind of consideration until I was watching this episode of, I believe it was Forks Over Knives or some food documentary, and a farmer asked the same question. He said, yeah, we can spray food with glyphosate. We can spray it with with Roundup. We can kill all the bugs in our food. We can kill all the weeds that grow around our food. We can use genetically modified seeds in order to create supposedly more yield on our crops. And he's like, yes, we can do those things, but nobody's asking the question of should we? And he was speaking specifically from a health and nutrient density perspective. Now, I thought this was super interesting, so it triggered this thought process in my mind as I'm watching the chef show, and I literally get out my phone, and I start writing down these notes because I'm thinking like, man, this is such a powerful concept that we can all take hold of and own, and it will allow us to create better decisions. So again, the point of this is this, is that just because you can do something, it doesn't necessarily mean that you should. Now, let me give you some examples of this. So right now, because of advances in modern medicine, we can take prescription medication for pain. You can go get prescriptions for Oxycontin and Percocet and Vicodin and whatever else is out there. I had a conversation with a client earlier this week about Neurontin, Neurontin, um, any prescription medication for that matter. You can take them for your ailments. The question is, should you? We can take Tylenol, or ibuprofen, or some other form of anti-inflammatory to break a fever when our bodies have a fever, my question is, should we? We can eat food-like substances, foods that are made primarily with corn and then using a bunch of chemicals to change the flavor to make them taste amazing. We can eat those things. Doesn't necessarily mean that we should. We can vaccinate our kids with 63 different vaccines before, the, before they enter high school. The question is, should we? We can Give our kids medications. We can give our kids if they have ADHD or ADD or depression or anxiety or fevers or strep throat or whatever the case may be, we can give them medications for their issues and ailments. Again, my question is, should we? We can spend hours and hours and hours and hours and hours on Facebook, on social media, on Netflix, on Twitter, on our computers, on our screens, disconnected from people right in front of us. My question is, should we? And here's where I'm going with this, because the more I thought about this, you know, just because we can doesn't mean we should, this is what I started thinking about, is that someone, just for a simple example, someone who wants to get out of back pain quickly, likely... Any route that they go, other than a holistic route, like chiropractic care, for instance, they're going to be prescribed maybe anti-inflammatories, maybe something stronger like opiates, maybe a nerve blocker or something else along the way. My question is, should we be taking those? And here's how I think about this, is if there was a fire in your home, and I think this concept is critical for you to ask yourself this question and answer it honestly and consider your body and your health and not just your health but the health of your family members the health of your kids the health of your parents the health of your grandparents and really think about this as i ask you this question if there was a fire in your home and the smoke detectors are blaring would you go to the smoke detector pull out the battery from the smoke detector and say ah I fixed the problem. That annoying sound is gone. Now, this sounds like a really silly analogy. I'm fully aware. But what we are doing, in my humble opinion, many times when we are taking prescription pain medications or other medications that are being prescribed to us, we are doing nothing more than addressing a symptom much like taking the batteries out of the smoke detector in your home or never actually putting out the fire. So let me give you a couple little examples of this. So one example of this is a very, very simple one. From a pain perspective, someone has back pain. Okay, So they take a prescription, let's just say they take an opiate. So they take an opiate, the pain goes away, but what's gonna happen the next morning? It's gonna come right back. Guess why it's gonna come right back? Because we never address the cause of why that pain is there in the first place because we're just masking the symptom of pain. The symptom is there to tell us that something is wrong in the body, but we never address the cause, we simply address the symptom. It's just like taking the battery out of the smoke detector. Let me give you another example of this. Someone with high blood pressure. So we give someone a blood pressure medication. They take blood pressure medication, blood pressure goes down that's great. We fix their high blood pressure, right? So they shouldn't have to take the medication tomorrow because they're going to be cured. No, that's not true. We're just masking the symptom. Sure, the drug lowers the blood pressure, but does it ever fix the problem? Does it ever ask the question of why was the blood pressure high in the first place? What's actually causing the high blood pressure? Could it be a stress response? Increase cortisol, increase adrenaline, increase norepinephrine in the system, increases heart rate, increases blood pressure. Those are the first two things that happen in a stress response, but nobody's looking at stress. They just say, here, take this pill. Now, I'm getting super fired up about this. And I'm not just hating on medication and the medical model, the allopathic model. not hating on it because I think there is a very important time and need for emergency care. And that emergency care is amazing. But long-term, we are not addressing the cause. We are simply treating symptoms. If we continue to treat symptoms, we are going to live with generations who get sicker and sicker and sicker and sicker. And again, my question for you is this, my friends. Just because you can take those medications, should you? And the same is true for the food-like substances. Sure, we can eat Cheetos and Doritos and food that's not actually food. It's just corn with a bunch of chemicals in it to make it taste good. But should you? Is that actually going to fuel your body? I ask people this question all the time in my office. I say, listen, when you're building up a house, if you're going to build a brand new home, What if you went to the lumber yard, but you said, hey, I want the moldiest, most rotten, termite-eaten wood that you have because I'm trying to save some money. It's cheap. I Just just give me the crappy wood, and I'm going to build a new house from it. How long do you think the house is going to last? Not very long. Guess what your body is built from? Guess what your body is continually rebuilding itself with? The things that you fuel your body with today. So again, my question for you is this, is just because you can doesn't mean you should. Should you eat the genetically modified foods? Should you eat the food-like substances that are pretty much just corn? Should you vaccines or va- use vaccinations? That's a question for you to decide. I'm not against that vaccination. I'm not for them. I'm for a person's choice. But what I know is that living in line with the laws of nature, with what is God given within us, allows us a place of new health and well-being. And clearly, the route that we are on right now is not a path of health and wellness in the United States. Everybody could say and tout, US, we have the best healthcare system in the world. We have the best healthcare system. Well, here's the truth. We don't have a healthcare system. We have a sick care system because we only go to the doctor when we have symptoms. Nobody thinks to go to the doctor for prevention. We only want to go for pain. And less than that, nobody thinks to go to the doctor because they can help them with performance unless you're going to the right doctor, like a chiropractor who does something like myself, who addresses the brain and the nervous system, which is the very thing that controls every single function, every cell, tissue, organ in your body. So again, my question for you is this. Just because you can, does that mean that you should? And this is what I want to get to. The list could go on and on and on and on and on with all these questions that I have. But this is what I really, really want to get to is that where you spend your time, money, and energy is crucial. And I think that you have to be in congruence with nature. Most people, most pharmaceutical companies, most drug manufacturers, most other quote-unquote healthcare providers want you to think that you're broken. Like, most of the marketing is around the fact that human beings are broken, and in order to fix you, you must take X, Y, or Z. You must use or supplement X, Y, or Z. And my friends, I believe that this is, couldn't be further from the truth, because at my core, Back when I was an undergrad, I learned that every human has the same potential to be healthy, to be successful, to do whatever they want to do, to live a life of passion and purpose and impact other people and make the world a better, healthier, happier place. And if you disagree with that, then I'm going to ask you to hit stop on the podcast now and please quit listening because I believe in my core, I know it to be true. This is the truth. Every single one of us has the same potential to be healthy. If this weren't the case, then you wouldn't have been given a nervous system the most complex piece of machinery that we know of, that we don't even understand ourselves even though our nervous system built our our entire body without any guidance from the outside world. You are not broken. Every single one of your cells in your body has the potential of the universe. So complex, so complicated, humans can't wrap their minds around it, yet we have trillions and trillions of these cells inside of our body, everyone with the same power of life, of life force. It's fascinating. Think of it like this, just a little simple example for you. We take one kernel of corn, one kernel of corn, and you plant it into the ground as a seed, and what grows? An entire stalk of corn with ears and ears and ears of corn. How did that little tiny seed contain all of the information, everything that it needed from already built in within inside of it, God given to allow it to grow and create this abundance of many, many ears of corn. And the answer is simple is because it's in congruence with nature. The only thing that that little seed needed was a little bit of water and healthy, fresh soil. And the same, my friends, is true for you and your body and you and your family's bodies. And if your family members or yourself are not performing at the place where you want to be, I'm going to ask you to stop chasing your symptoms. Stop trying to find someone who is going to fix you There is no fix because you are not broken. Your expression of symptoms, pain is there to tell your body that something's wrong so that you will make a decision to do something differently. Skin issues are there to alert you and your body that there is something wrong and that you need to do something differently. And the more that you listen to your body and live in congruence with the laws of nature, the things that were very God-given and built in within you, You will start to thrive. Your family members will start to thrive, regardless of a diagnosis, regardless of a set of symptoms, regardless of what someone told you. My favorite story, I have a friend, very dear friend of mine, who's been under chiropractic care with me for over a year now. And one of the most cool and impactful things that I've had experience within my life is that he wanted to get off his Synthroid, which is a thyroid medication. He'd been on it for 20 years off and on. And as a result of him understanding this concept that his body wasn't broken, that it could heal itself, and getting under neurologically-based chiropractic care, he, in conjunction with his medical doctor, working with them specifically, was able to get himself off of his thyroid medication. Not because I fixed him, because I can't fix anyone as a doctor. What I can do, though, is allow the nervous system that controls and guides every single cell, every single tissue, every single organ inside of your body... As we get these little inputs into the nervous system, it wakes up the brain so that the body can heal more deeply by shutting off the stress that could be stuck on in your system and allowing your body to go into healing mode. This, my friends, is the most powerful thing that I know of. So my question for you is, are you spending your time, energy, and money in places just because you can? are you spending your time, energy, and money in places where you should? Sure, we can take the battery out of the smoke detector. We can address symptoms all day long, but it's never going to fix the problem. And until we start to address the body and ourselves in a different way and look at us as not broken and as not needing anything from the outside world, but instead in congruence and in harmony with nature, with Mother Earth with the foods that we eat, with the oxygen that we breathe, with the people who are surrounded by us, only then will we start to express true 100% unadulterated health. And I see this Time and time and time and time again inside my office with children, with people who have headaches their entire lives who have no, have no more headaches now, with children who have had headaches since they were born and now have no longer headaches anymore, with people who've had ADD and ADHD and not been able to speak, and stroke patients who couldn't walk who are now walking, and a gamut of things in between, all because as we allow the body to express itself the way that it was designed to, just like that seed who has the infinite potential. You have that same infinite potential, my friends. So my question for you is this, just because you can, should you? I love you. I appreciate you. If you got some value out of this episode, please share it up with somebody who needs to hear it. And as always, leave a rating, leave a review. I will be at you again next week with another episode of the Nexus Podcast. Hope you have an amazing week. Peace.